Hello, FPL managers. Welcome back again. This is episode number 21 of the FPL Optimized podcast. We're going to enter some interesting weeks with busy schedules, a blank game week, more players getting injured, and all sorts of other trouble. So things will get interesting in FPL, and we're hoping our podcast can help you to navigate some of those challenges. This is the podcast in which we combine analytics with the good old eye test. I am Bas, the casual manager, and my co-host is Sirtop, the data scientist. Data or grass, or data and grass, that's the question. As per our usual format, we'll be using some questions we received on Twitter to guide our discussion today. And before we do that, let's just check in again how our game weeks went. Sirtop, I know you weren't too happy with your results, and I had to remind you that you still scored above average, which I think surprised you a bit, right? So why were you yeah. so negative about your result? Yeah, I don't know, but the last few game weeks didn't go very well. I feel like I'm losing my mind every game week <laughs> a little bit. So if you don't count game week seven, well, obviously. Um, so for the last five game weeks, I I think I got red arrow four times and more important than that I'm comparing my progress to what I call the prime sample we've discussed about it in the recent episodes too but it is players who historically finished better they are more likely to finish inside let's say 100k at the end of the season so I'm kind of trying to gain ground against them because the current Rank doesn't mean much because we know that there are lots of people who use their chips early, like, you know, bench boost, free hit, whatever. So they will probably lose some rank. So I want to be doing better than this prime sample in general. And again, for the last five game weeks, I lost ground to them in four of them. And I was roughly ahead 13 points compared to prime average. And now I am behind 22 points. And even this game week, I think I lost around 5 points in average. So, I don't know. I think I'm bored of getting a red arrow or seeing that, you know, my rank is going down. And also, my rank compared to the prime average is going down. So, even though I was better, very slightly better than the FPL average. Yeah, it didn't feel that good. Yeah, I don't know. Like... Feels like I'm always at this rank. I can't go, you know, I can't move forward. But let's see. Mm. How about yeah. you? Were you happy with your Stay score? positive. Let's <laughs> <laughs> try. Right. Yeah, I mean, I think probably we're using different benchmarks. You know, I'm looking more at the average or I'm looking at some of my mini leagues with my friends. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, well, for me, um, at first I wasn't so happy because of one of my transfers didn't work out. But overall, I ended with 73 points. Um, I did do two transfers, though, so it cost me four points. It was actually the first hit I, t- I took this season. Mm-hmm. So my score was 69, which I think was decent. Um, it was a, a decent game week rank. Um, yeah, what didn't work out was I transferred in Aubameyang for Kane. So that was a kind of a funny Friday afternoon <laughs> creative thought. <laughs> I thought yeah. it could be uh, smart, but uh, in hindsight, it was also a little bit strange. As I, yeah, I had Kane since game week one, and as as I've been saying in previous episodes, mm-hmm. Kane has been performing really well. Right, he's been delivering 
quite consistently. Yeah. Of course, if we compare him to Haaland, then there's a big difference. But Haaland is just exceptional. Behind mm-hmm. Haaland, I think you know Kane is just doing really well this season. But yeah, I had to find budget somewhere, and uh, I could either downgrade downgrade Cancelo or um, yeah, downgrade Kane. So I think if you look at it like that, I'm still pretty happy that I kept Cancelo yeah. <laughs> because he had a really good uh, score. And I think in the in the longer run, I hope Aubameyang will still uh, reward me with some uh, playing time and some goals. <laughs> so let's see how Potter will uh, decide during the next game weeks because that one caught us by surprise, I think, last week. Uh, many of us also benching James, of course. Yeah, that's what I love about your play style, by the way. I mean, you texted me about <laughs> selling Kane. Well, for an analytics player, I think it is unthinkable to sell Kane at that point because he had great projections. But you said, yeah. you know, I feel like selling him and you did it. I Well, it's unfortunate that it didn't work well. But yeah, hopefully Aubameyang will bring you some bring you more points in future game yeah. weeks because yeah, let's I, see like i needed it. a differential uh to catch up and you know obamayang he's been scoring goals and he also started the previous game so i thought mm-hmm. it was a kind of a safe move and as i said i think nobody saw it coming uh the the changes that porter made yeah so it will be interesting to see next game week because also now today and yesterday uh is champions league of course uh, Chelsea already had their game. They won again, so they've been, you know, they've been doing really well under Potter. Uh, so let's see what he will do during the weekend if we will make changes again or not. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and, and like many of us, I had a plan for the coming game weeks, but as it looks now, we will probably have to be pretty flexible, uh, all of us in FPL, as uh, several highly owned players are now suddenly getting injured. With the latest victim looking like to be uh, Reese James, it seems yeah. it seems that he came off injured yesterday. So we need to still hear how how serious that is. Uh, and yeah, we also received multiple questions about that. As of course we have the blank game week and game week twelve, and now also all those injured players. So that doesn't make it easy. Um, and yeah, we can expect to see some uh, point hits being taken, or maybe even people considering their free hits. So. I think it's going to be an interesting couple of game weeks, um, and yeah, let, let's dive into it because there's mm-hmm. a lot of a lot to discuss today. And I think an interesting one to start with could be to look at a potential game week 12 free hit team. Mm-hmm. So it gives us an idea of the key players to own. Um, we had a question about it from FPL Banger. And yeah, as mentioned, I think even if you're not considering to use your free hit, it can still be a, a good a good one to look at because these could be some of the the main transfer targets for us. So how does it look like, sort of? Yeah, first of all, I, yeah, I was surprised that people are already asking about game week twelve. So I'm only assuming that people already have some plans for eleven. So now they're just worried about twelve because of the blank, obviously. And yeah, and I think you need to plan ahead, right? So I think yeah. that's indeed it's a good point because in, indeed today looks like we'll be mainly talking about game week twelve, which is yeah. a bit funny because <laughs> we st- first need to still uh, go through game week eleven. But, but yeah, with with our transfers, we need to prepare for that uh, difficult game week twelve that's coming up. Yeah, yeah, and 
I think lots of people already have too many like City and Arsenal players. So yeah, I mean, twelve is more difficult to navigate around. But yeah, yeah. So I was checking again different data sources as I do nowadays, and I generated optimal free hit teams using FPL review, uh, Mikhail Toplam, uh, the FPL Kiwi, and Fantasy Football Scout prediction data. And for review, um, the optimal, so this is raw data optimal free hit team because people get tilted when I say it's optimal. So, I mean, you can play around around the minutes and then the projections probably, but with without changing anything in the data. So optimal free hit team is Pop in the goal, Dunk, Webster, Trippier in defense, Trossard, Zaha, Salah, Sterling in midfield. And Solanke, Jota, and Kane uh, in forward. And, and in the bench, we have Ward, Shar, Anderson, and Andreas. But one thing I need to mention here is that, first of all, I use default bench weights so that um, like you can actually spend less for your bench and go with a heavier right. lineup here. Yeah. And also, second thing is... Yeah, I, I couldn't remember the second thing. But anyway, <laughs> this is the <laughs> free hit optimal for the review. And optimal free hit team using Mikael Tokwam's data is very similar, actually. So there are minor mm. differences. Same goalkeeper, same defense, yeah. uh, almost same midfield. Only change is Fernandez is in midfield. And okay. this Mikael drops Jota from here. Right. And... And in Kiwi's data, even goalkeeper is different. Sanchez in goal, but they are playing mm. against Nottingham Forest, so that right. makes sense to me. Yeah. And the interesting players are Madison is here, uh, playing against Leeds. That's a good fixture, and Barnes. So this tells me that Kiwi mm. is probably uh, giving a you know lower weight to Leeds defense compared to other right. two, because I see uh, two lesser players here. Yeah. And... Solanke Kane is same forward. And yeah. for Scott data, same goalkeeper, very similar defense. Uh, in difference is Valbeck and Darwin in forward, which is quite wow. different than all the others. Um, yeah. Yeah, but one of them is playing against Nottingham Forest. Right. Really, yeah, low defense and Darwin, I don't know, probably a good one too. What do you yeah, think about Darwin is an interesting option. I've seen him being mentioned also on Twitter a lot. Um, you know, the question is with Liverpool, um, should we have any of their players at the moment? But if you do go for if you do go for one, then Darwin could be a, a decent option. Um, mm-hmm. With Salah, of course, yeah, the price is very high, um, so that 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 makes it <laughs> a bit difficult looking at his recent performance. And, uh, yeah, Luis Diaz is out, so that was an option for many people now, uh, and, and now that's, that's not the case. So, yeah, all right. Well, thanks for covering the team. Some interesting names, I think, in defense, indeed. Uh, I think people are considering uh, either Brighton. Uh, you mentioned Dunk and mm-hmm. Webster as they play Nottingham, and they also have a, a decent fixture in game week 11 against Brentford. And then, uh, yeah, Anderson yeah, from Crystal Palace is also mentioned a few mm-hmm. times. Mm-hmm. Uh, they they play uh, they play Wolves, and uh, yeah, also Trossard, of course. In all the four teams, Trossard is there. Yep. 
So that will be an interesting. I think people have now, in many cases, a premium midfielder like um, KDB. Mm-hmm. And probably they can move KDB to Trossard, which is normally would be an uh, unthinkable move. <laughs> but uh, with KDB blanking, it's probably something that we will see happening a lot. Yeah, this season is weird. Yeah, and I think the other thing that will happen for people who are doing that, and actually I, I will be probably be one of those, <laughs> mm-hmm. is moving KDB to Trossard. And then after that, you can go from Trossard to Foden. Which, uh, as it looks now in recent game weeks, you know that could even that could anyway be the optimal uh, pick compared to KDB, uh, also uh, price-wise. Yeah, sounds good. So yeah, lots of interesting options there. Thanks for covering those mm-hmm. teams. I think that will give us a good idea about the key names to uh, to look at. All right. So yeah, as we mentioned, we are talking about game week twelve a lot, uh, even though game week eleven is still in front of us. But yeah, again, as said, game week 12 is important to have in mind. Uh, Man City and Arsenal will blank. So we need to consider this uh, for our free transfers. And of course, ideally, we should have considered that already in earlier game weeks. Mm-hmm. However, I think many people will struggle with this. We also had a question from uh, FPL Zaha. He's saying that he still has five City and Arsenal players combined. Plus on top now a few injured players. So he's asking us what he should do, uh, and to put it in other words, uh, in which case does it start being uh, worthwhile, let's say, to consider uh, using the free hit? And there was also a question on this from FPL Sloppy, asking how we should value that free hit chip and when we should consider using it instead of taking a couple of hits. So how do you see this one, Sir Top? Yeah, so... Free hit value is something that we have, I don't know if we have discussed in the part, but it is something we discuss quite often in analytic circles. Uh, I value free hit around 20 points, meaning that if you time it correctly, so that, you know, for the game week that you need to use or you want to use your free hit, you don't, you can shape your transfers before and after uh, around free hit properly. It is mm-hmm. supposed to give you around 20 more expected value, uh, not okay. directly points. But um, So if you are planning to take, I don't know, like three hits, four hits, and God forbid <laughs> five hits, then it's probably three hit territory in my opinion. Okay. And depending yeah. on how much expected value you are losing with for not using your free hit again if it if that amount is around 20 or more mm-hmm. i would consider using the free hit and wildcard if you haven't used it is the best option in my opinion because mm-hmm. yeah. well, you need to use your wildcard sooner or later i i know people are waiting for game week 13 but i don't know if, if you haven't used it it's a probably a good time to use i mean game week 12 is a good time to use Either before or right after, I guess. Yeah, but the difficulty will be, uh, again, with the City and Arsenal players. Because huh? normally, I think, in, in a game week 13 wildcard, you might have three players uh, of each team. And, of course, if you use it in game week 12, then yeah, you can't do that. I mean, you can get three of them to your bench. Yeah. And, like, assuming that you have a solid lineup and then no yeah. one is risky. And then the following game week, you can use one free transfer to yeah. bring the number to four. But yeah, you're right. Yeah. I mean, it's That's limiting. true. And they have good yeah. fixtures too. 
Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I was listening to the FPL general as I usually do every week. Uh, and that was this afternoon. And I think, yeah, he was also saying that going forward with, uh, you know, Arsenal and City at the moment being the two best teams, it will probably be optimal uh, until the World Cup to have uh, three players of each team. Mm-hmm. Yeah, makes sense. Okay, um, yeah, throwing in again a question out of personal interest, as I tend to do every week now, <laughs> even though so far I haven't followed your advice yet. <laughs> but anyway, I do appreciate your uh, take on things. Um, yeah, and my likely move will be to replace a defender. I was thinking to replace Emerson, who unfortunately isn't getting much playing time, and I will meet, I will need that uh, player, let's say, for game week 12. So I need to have someone who will uh, as a starting player. Uh, but now also depending on the seriousness of the James injury, I might have to consider selling him. So what would be some good replacements in defense? And by answering this, we're also answering some Twitter questions at the same time. So it uh, looks like many people uh, are looking at the defenders. For mm-hmm. example, FPL White Walker and also Gustav Bergmann. So we are listening to you. Mm-hmm. So the Gustav's question was best budget defender uh, between yeah. 4.4 to 5 million. Um, I just checked the prediction data until the World Cup and I checked the I checked which defenders have higher total expected value. So yeah. and once again, FBI reviews and Mikhail Kokman's predictions are close to each other. Uh, FBI okay. review source orders them by Dunk as the highest EV uh, player in this range, Romero, yeah. Webster, Estupinan, <laughs> mm, and yeah. Kilman. And okay. for Mikael Tokwam, it is Dunk, Romero, same first two, Anderson, Webster, Saliba. Mm. And mm. Saliba is here despite the blank in game week 12, which is interesting. Yeah. And for, with Kiwi's data, it is Anderson, Romero, Dunk, you see, Romero and Dang is everywhere here. And Guehi and Kilman. Um, just realized that I didn't put uh, scouts here. Let me check it very quickly here from my screen. And it is Romero, Saliba, Anderson, Doherty and Dunk with their data. So, okay. yeah, similar names as you see. Any Anyone yeah. that takes your interest? Yeah, well, I was thinking about Anderson. Um, he's also playing Leicester this this uh, weekend, and I think that gives some opportunities. For example, uh, for the for the corners, mm-hmm. you know, there's always a chance that uh, he could score a goal there. Um, next to that, indeed, also Dunk and the, or in general Brighton defense. Uh, I didn't consider Romero, so that's interesting to see his name uh, popping up in all the different. Um, um, suggestions. So that's something I definitely need to take a look at. Mm-hmm. All right, thank you. And then, as always, people want to know about the captain options. Um, so let's cover maybe game week 11 and game week 12 at the same time. Um, and for game week 11, yeah, a lot of people will still auto captain Haaland, I think, you know, even though they play Liverpool, I think people probably will not look uh, any further. Uh, But for game week 12, of course, we have to consider the options because City will blank. And for example, we had a question from Emma, among others, who was asking us if we should assess Salah as captain for that week. 
And also uh, Eric Ness Unstadt was asking if the models are now adjusting Salah's EV due to the lack of form we've seen. Um, but yeah, I was also thinking, I just mentioned that earlier, like Liverpool is now without Luis Diaz for a while. So I think that's also something we need to consider and we need to factor in. Potentially, it could mean more of the attacking game could go via Salah. But yeah, again, it's difficult to count on that. And I'm also not sure that suddenly will change the performance we can expect from him. But uh, yeah, with that in mind, how do you see the captain options for the next couple of game weeks? Yeah, let's let's talk about 11 first. So FBI Reviews puts Haaland to the top and Son to the second. And Kiwi is putting Son to the first place and Kane to the second. Uh, Mikael Tokwam has Kane leading and Son at the second position. And with Fantasy Football Scott data, yeah, it is Son and Kane. So, well, I don't know. It looks like everyone hmm. has a different opinion on it. And um, I don't know. I think, yeah, Haaland. <laughs> I mean, um, even if the data is, doesn't say Haaland, I think still a lot of people will go for Haaland because that's just, you know, everybody's talking about auto-captaining now, right? Yeah, that's true. Yeah, well, to be honest, there's also a logic to it because if you have Haaland and if, if well, everyone has Haaland, and even if a minority captains him, he will be over 100% effective ownership again. So that yeah. his points will hurt you if you don't captain him. Which is mm-hmm. most people hate. I mean, myself included. For Gaming 12 captaincy, Salah is at top in most models. And okay. second and third players are a little bit different. But they are always mm. the same. Similar names. Trossard, I see him. his name often. And Kane. Yeah medicine in some so i don't know like again <laughs> people people <laughs> people start you know getting angry if you tell them that salah is the best player to yeah. captain him but yeah that's yeah. what the data is saying at least for now right right okay so who are you and planning the... to captain by the way um well i think king week 11 uh probably keep it safe with Haaland. Um, he also didn't play yesterday, I think. So, um, you know, he he had some time on the bench. So that will be good at, in general. So we can expect him to start. As anyway, normally we can expect him to start. Um, and for game week 12, I still need to look at it. I, I won't own Salah, I think. Um, so it could be Trossard. Mm-hmm. Why not? <laughs> I actually captained them once before the season, and that worked. But uh, was uh, it the famous game week? Well, you know, a minority were captaining him. Probably game week three <laughs> okay. or something. But yeah. okay, doesn't matter. Yeah, we'll see. But it will be a fun game week though, because uh, you know people will different will captain different uh, players. Makes it interesting. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, then, yeah, Emma had that question about the camp- captaincy. Um, she also included another question, which is, again, related to the difficulty many of us will face to have enough players in game week 12. So she was asking how we should evaluate taking hits instead of going out with just nine or ten players. Mm-hmm. So we talked about free hits, but how about this one? Uh, how, do, how do you look at it, Sir Top? So expected value is essentially... Uh, an average of potential outcomes. And if expected value is above four, 
it means that there is a, a higher chance that that player will get more than four points. I mean, it, depending on your data source, of course. But in my opinion, that's a good ratio. If the expected value of a player or expected value gain from transferring a player is above four, you know, this, mm -hmm. then even if you take a hit, you will be ending with a positive, like you, your expected value will increase for your team, Yeah, which yeah. I will suggest so that, and there are also not uh, too many options that will increase your expected value because mm. obviously, well, in order to take a hit, you need to sell an Arsenal or City player whose expected value is really high after yeah. the blank. So by yeah. replacing that player, you will lose some expected value too. So don't just look at the game week 12 expected value, but look at it as a, a combination of this game week and then the future game week. So if you yeah. see a player with better projections, then it makes sense. And again, four is a questionable number though, because I mean, a hit take, a hit is four points, but yeah. an expected value of four and then you are using a free transfer. So mm -hmm. it is not as easy as, oh, whenever expected value gain is above four, you should do it. But I, yeah, probably I will just check FBI Review Planner to see if there are yeah. good options. At least, I, in my opinion, there will be a limited number of options. Right. You, If you are using data, just consider all of them one by one. I mean, if you have nine or 10 players, that's also a possibility to just, you know, go with it. If you think yeah. that it, it won't be a high scoring game week or it yeah. doesn't work, you know, selling your players for. Because there is also value in keeping the free transfer, which is around typically 1.5 points. Okay. But sometimes yeah. a little bit less. So that if you have two free transfers when the game week 13 comes, right. then that's, that's valuable too, in my opinion. That's true. Yeah. No, definitely. That's a good point. Lots to consider. Mm -hmm. um, and let's shift focus a bit to the midfield because we've been talking about the defense before. And for the midfield, yeah, we mentioned different options already. For example, Trossard, we mentioned as a captain option. But another popular pick is Zaha with Crystal Palace as they have some of the best upcoming fixtures. And what we've, saw, we've seen last game week again is that Eze also caught our attention. Uh, he has been doing well. So as FPL John Terry is asking, should we consider Eze ahead of Zaha? Or maybe should we even consider the two of them together? Yeah, in my opinion, Crystal Palace is a very good team. I mean, data is telling us the same thing. Yeah. And both... Zaha and Eze are good picks. I checked the FA review projections and until the World Cup, Eze is the best, has the best uh, total expected value among okay. the midfielders below 5.5 million. And right. Zaha is the best among, you know, below 7.5 million midfielders. So, right. I mean, in my opinion, and also people are a little bit worried about the correlation between players because, I mean, especially this is true yeah. if you are choosing defenders from the same team. Um, yeah. For midfielders, probably much less of a concern, but they need to share the bonus point at the end. But in my opinion, 
doesn't matter that much and I think they are good picks. I mean I I see Zaha and lots of optimal teams. Yeah. Not as a not so much but because of the price I guess um uh, there might be um you know better routes to go with a you know cheaper midfielder and then use that money to upgrade another position but mm-hmm. both are good players and good picks yeah. in my opinion. Okay. Yeah, I don't have any of them yet. So that might still be something I need to look at. You have Zaha, right? Or not? I I have Zaha, and yeah. I'm hoping that he will start, you know, getting <laughs> double-digit points soon, so that yeah. he can save my season, hopefully. All right. Yeah, I hope so too. All right. Well, I think that wraps it up for today. Was mm-hmm. there anything else you wanted to add? Uh, are you an Ajax fan? Oh uh, yeah, well, yes, I'm a little bit, but uh, <laughs> they're not doing so well, right? Yeah, Napoli <laughs> is seeing... leading two 0 so yeah. Been getting I'm some. Sorry. I've been getting some uh, comments already from a couple of buddies I saw. So yeah, <laughs> that happens. <laughs> and it's yeah. not so easy for me living in Belgium because FC uh, Bruges is doing well. So you know, there's now some jokes. Uh, <laughs> but okay, I'm happy for my Belgian friends if they're listening. <laughs> I'm happy for you guys. All right, guys. So uh, for FPL, there will be some busy days ahead of us and lots of decisions to make. Uh, The game week 11 deadline is on Friday and then the game week 12 deadline will follow on Tuesday. So make sure you won't miss it. For us, it's always a bit difficult. Those midweek game weeks, uh, it's difficult to record another podcast. So we'll still have to see how we will deal with that. But in this case, for today, thanks a lot for listening to us, to this FPL Optimized podcast. Please make sure to subscribe so you will know when the next episode comes out. Or you can follow us on Twitter. For Surtop, it's at Surtop Bilal. And for me, it's at Belfi BB. Good luck this weekend during this busy period. Hope you'll come out of it with a big green arrow. Talk to you next time. Thank you. Bye-bye.